Welcome to Binary Jazz. Uh, it's a podcast about some folks who talk about things. Um, do I amuse you? I don't know. Are you you're just not having it today, are you? You're just... <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I, I was thinking about the whole, I, in the past when we've taken a break, it's like, well, we're back and, you know, stuff happened. And, and, and this time it's like, yeah, fuck it. (laughs) We're here. We're recording. Like what else, what else can you expect of us? (laughs) (laughs) Great things. You can expect great things of us. Um, yeah, no, we're uh, we're we're recording a thing, uh, and here we are doing so. Um, I am Chris, uh, Jazz Sequence on the internet, also Jazz Sequence on Mastodon, uh, because in the interim, you know, Twitter exploded, uh, and I'm joined as always by uh, my friends Binary Gary, who's Gary in real life, and Allison Plus, who's Allison in real life, neither of whom I believe are on Mastodon. Actually, Allison is. I'm like, it's such a weak, it's such a weak presence. Um, Mostly because I made it a private account. Gary, you're on too. Yeah. 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 I don't even, are we even friends, Gary? I don't even. (laughs) I don't, I'm not sure how to do that. (laughs) So how does, how does social networks even work? If you initiate that, I, oh, I got a request. The only network I'm on and it's mandatory for me is LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Otherwise they won't pay me. Turns out I like money. They won't pay oh, you. LinkedIn not, oh, I thought you meant LinkedIn your other money. job. I was like, yeah. Oh no, the other job pays me just fine. Yeah. Um, but LinkedIn won't pay me for my videos, which makes sense since it's LinkedIn learning. However, that requires me to keep a profile there. It does. So I check on it once a month. And some lady who is the director of an assisted living facility wants to connect with me. And I'm like, I don't know this person, but I wonder if I should. So I think I'm just about to like start growing my network in weird ways. <laughs> I mean, maybe you know, I got I got rid of my LinkedIn and um, good choice. Well, I just it for me wasn't actually serving a purpose. I think for some people they really like know how to work. I'm just like this isn't my deal because I'm not like basically my thing with social networks is like if I don't invite you over to my house, you're not on my like. I, I try not to. Twitter is kind of the exception to that because I'm like, what's your deal? You're kind of fun. <laughs> Um, it's like a weird mosh pit but link, My- linkedin i was being so picky because i was just like unless i actually know you i'm not making a connection with you yeah well but- i i i agree and i do that and i i will i will add people that i've met at word camps and stuff or yeah, yeah. i will add people if i get invites from people i either have worked with or work for places that i recognize like if somebody from 10 up wanted to connect yeah. i'd be like sure um yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty picky. I don't I don't like approve all of the recruiters that want to connect with me. Um, but on the flip side, like to Gary's point, maybe I should because uh, I'm just gonna open the floodgates. Who I cares? I do I have and do look at LinkedIn for like job stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's, I, I it's found hard. that was I found that was more effective uh, looking at LinkedIn for like job openings than most other things. Yeah. I was, I was talking to my brother about this and he was saying similar and like, he's, but he's the type that's like, I don't know, he's an extrovert. So like, (laughs) it's just like a completely different experience for him. I have a colleague I worked with who has like, uh, like he and I've had a very weird parallel path. Like we haven't been at the exact same companies, but we've had overlap with the same companies and we've worked together often enough. 
we have a similar network of people that we know. He has like 10 times more people on LinkedIn that he's connected with. I'm like, who the hell are all these people? I don't know him. He doesn't know him. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but so. and like and like my brother's way of thinking is just like, oh, but any small connection, like who knows where that will lead me in the future? And like he's just about I'm like not. pulling pulling that thread and then just like seeing where and I'm just yeah. very like, this is my little hobbit hole. And see this I, is where I live. <laughs> I used yeah. to do that, and where that thread leads is trash. That is where <laughs> it leads. Utter trash no worthwhile interconnectedness like no like they want to get to six degrees to kevin bacon and you are helping them in their path to get six oh. degrees to kevin bacon um you're just one little one little hop you know on their path to whatever but I, like like it doesn't it's it provides you no value generally in my from what i've seen yeah. i made an effort on linkedin once this year when my first course came out, I'm like, I'm going to engage in this site and post mm. content. So for two weeks in a row, I posted articles and then said, not articles, like I wrote something, like a paragraph. It wasn't even that much effort. Yeah. But I decided after that that it was too much. It was the payback wasn't there. Two paragraphs? Like, I, no. No. Yeah, I don't, if you want to know what I think about some obscure programming stuff, just ask. I don't post anything on LinkedIn, but I will periodically go back and like update like projects I've worked on or like my job description or whatever, just to make sure that it's that that, that part of it is accurate, because that's all I really care about it for is yeah. like, is like, that's basically a resume. And that's all it needs to be. I don't need to engage so, in the community or anything. Can, can I interrupt and just hijack this uh, intro and say, sure. since it has been a while, how are you both doing? <laughs> I feel like it's loaded. <laughs> I'm I mean, awake. the question is not loaded. The answer feels loaded. I'm awake and I'm not crying. <laughs> I saw I saw that as an answer to being like, I guess there's like, it's kind of a turn of phrase in Norway or something. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was just like, I'm going to use that. I was just like, I'm awake. I'm not crying. I'm like, here we go, Dave. Let's those Norwegians this. have really got it figured out in some way. <laughs> I was like, those are the things you need to know about me right now. Except for like the uh, pickled fish. I'm not about that. Not about I'm that. not about the fish part of it, but I love yeah. pickled things. So <laughs> I do too, but I draw a line at fish. <laughs> I'm not sure what's before that line. What the last pickled thing is I eat before I say no before to fish. fish? But, yeah. But gelled fish, probably. Mm. <laughs> nope. Don't want that. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, thanks. It's like, it's like a fruitcake. I've told you all my gefilte fish story, right? I, that doesn't ring a bell. But... Oh, I was going to say yes in hopes that unless you have more than one story. <laughs> no, I just have the one. It was one it was, so my one of my first real jobs was working as a, as a bagger at a, at a, at a grocery store. Um, it was actually a grocery, you know chain, that? Uh, it was a grocery chain that my dad was human resources manager for. Uh, and so he helped uh, set things up. And so as a bagger, obviously, you do all the cleanups. Uh, and and I there was a call for a cleanup. Uh, so the store that we were at had um, a fair uh, Jewish demographic that would shop there. So we carried uh, uh, you know um, kosher foods, uh, and there was a cleanup in the kosher section, uh, which is by the way, at the time right across from the fish department, uh, seafood department. And uh, what it turned out the cleanup was was a jar of gefilte fish. And if you're unfamiliar with gefilte fish, it is basically hamburgerized 
fish chunks, like globs of, of like ground fish meat <laughs> in a jar filled with some sort of gelatinous goo. I think so, that's still part of the fish. So, <laughs> so if you can imagine being across from the fish department and cleaning up glass and fish scented goo and chunks of like fish burger uh, it was um it was not particularly pleasant probably all you could smell for the rest of the day too it was yeah it was it was it's it was the i i maintain that is the worst thing to clean up oh <laughs> wow yeah I'm not going to challenge you on that. I don't honestly, like, it. honestly, somebody pukes in the store. You throw some, like, uh, you throw some, like, cat litter or, uh, which we have sawdust. on hand, or sawdust <laughs> on it, and then you sweep it up, and then it's gone. But, like, like a filter fish, like, there's goo, there's glass you need to get in there. Like, yeah. It's not mm. just, it's not just something you can, like, dump a whole bunch of stuff on and then sweep it up and you're done. Like, you need to, <sighs> like, I needed to collect the goo first. I apologize to anyone who eats while listening to my nerd <laughs> I actually have some uh, Cheez-Its today. We've so. ruined, we've ruined snack time. I'm, I'm assured that gefilte fish actually tastes good in other contexts, like when it is, you know, prepared, which I have no opinion on because I've never. No, I I've heard that too, though. It's just in the right setting. People say, people say nice things. <laughs> but, but it is the worst thing to clean up. You're saying the floor preparation is not how you would yeah, no. go about it in the future. Yeah, I would I would not break a, a jar of gefilte fish on the ground before, prior to eating. Is there a food you would throw on the floor before eating? <laughs> Spaghetti. Maybe a cookie. Hmm. The reason I ask is, of course, as you know, this household is into NASCAR racing. And there is a driver who, if he wins, throws a – he's a watermelon farmer, so th throws a watermelon off the top of his car. And, you know, watermelon breaks into pieces that, you know, generally you can pick up a chunk and just eat it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's fair. If he won this year, the whole thing, we had a watermelon ready to throw in the driveway. But he didn't, so we just ate it the normal way. We just ate Without, it normal. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so there's that. Uh, well, this is a show where typically we we have uh, a topic. We might not have a topic today. I don't know. And and if we don't, that's fine too. But typically we have a topic that Allison brings to Gary and I who need to – something we haven't discussed prior uh, and probably something uh, of which uh, we know nothing about. And uh, then Gary and I try to figure out what it means or make some shit up uh, that sounds plausible. Uh, and um, yeah, that's how this show works. Well, I will preface this by saying what I normally say, which you might know this. <laughs> that never bodes well for us, actually, when you say that. <laughs> no, no, I don't I I I don't know. I've sat with this topic for too long to um question whether or not you act this is a pocket of knowledge that anybody has. Um for I can always find reason in my mind for reasons you would know it, but if those reasons are true, will remain to be seen. Mm. Um so the topic today is Fata Morgana. What? Fata Morgana. Two words. Fata. It was from like episode four of Star Wars, right? Or three Gana. of Star Wars? <laughs> yes, that's the, the soundtrack. Maybe. F-A-T-A. And then Morgana, M-O-R-G-A-N-A. 
I, I do feel like that is one of the songs from the like episode three soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Max um, Max Rebo, is that the musician? I don't I don't know. Um but I think I I, I believe Fada is uh fate. Um in in what world? In what language? Latin, <laughs> but... <laughs> La- Latin derivative? <laughs> That's safe. I like it. Um and, and then the second word is Chris, you're uh, in a roll. I'm just gonna let you hold this one. I mean Morgana is a witch. <laughs> it's it means witch's fate. <laughs> I think it has something to do with uh, seasoning or flavor profile. <laughs> so, like when someone's like, "Man, that was that just that was, was killer." Pure Fada Morgana. Yeah, it's, yeah it's similar, exactly. It's like, like Tabula Rasa. Oh, I think you need to say it with an Italian accent, Chris. <laughs> Fata Morgana. <laughs> yep. yep, that's how I heard I'm it in always, my head. I'm always here for my Italian accent. I do hear you whenever I see signs that are vaguely Italian. I hear you saying it and with the hand motion. You can't yeah. speak Italian without the hand motion. I it's can't just... speak Italian. <laughs> well, it's 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 not it's not. You need the. Miss <laughs> Scusi. Um, I do think that you're onto something with the fate portion. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what you're onto with it. I don't I think know what I'm onto on either. Definitely something. Yeah. Um, like I feel like like I, I okay so so Allison would not bring it to us if it was not like a concept if it was just like like just words strung together yeah, it was just words strung together <laughs> like it was just like like so it has to like there has to be something beneath the words that it refers to some some sort of conceptual idea. Uh, based on you know past uh, topics, <laughs> I have I been. Like, I feel like next time I should string together clues within tweets or something, and then you'll be like, "Well, based on the article she's been posting, it has to be something on like whales or like." <laughs> I can like pivot my camera to the, like a big like corkboard with like string and pins and stuff with a bunch of Allison tweets on it. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's and a rubber duck in the corner just for good measure. I mean, you're you're correct. Thing. It's a it's a cohesive. Thing. Yeah, well, I'll, yeah. Um, it's a cohesive thing that has a Wikipedia entry. <laughs> sure, right? Yeah, that's that's a requirement. Um, and the where I got witch from was like, uh, like Morrigan is sort of a classically like Celtic European kind of. I don't know if it if, if deity is the right word for it, but there's definitely stories of mm. in, in relation to um, magic and the fae and things of that nature. So I brought it into witch, which also isn't necessarily Latin. Um, but you're saying killer witch. Is that where you're going with this? No. <laughs> That's an um, oversimplification. Yeah. Of your bullshit. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Um, I mean, I, you're, I, not, I, you're not also not specific, right? Yeah, I don't know if the I don't know if the Morgan connection is is a thing that 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 links here, but that's where I'm linking it in my head. Um, but I don't. I'm impressed. I, I, yeah, yeah, 
mythology yo <laughs> um mythology yo <laughs> that's our uh, splinter podcast <laughs> yeah mythology yo <laughs> um yeah I don't, I don't i don't have a cohesive thought further than that um Ooh, I have a question that has nothing to do with this. Sure. On brand. Um, have you seen the Dungeons and Dragons trailer? Because I just saw it last night. I'm I've, sure it's been I I saw the first trailer a couple months ago when they first announced the, the thing, and then I've seen the recent the recent trailer. Um, Thoughts? Concerns? Um, well, the first thing, so when the first trailer came out. All of the D and D nerds were like, "Okay, so the thing that everyone's going to yell at 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 the producer of the movie, the the company that's making the movie uh, about, is going to be about how a druid can't wild shape into an owl bear." <laughs> I love that. Okay. <laughs> or the flip side of that. Now all the dungeon masters who are running D&D are going to need to allow their druids to wild shape into an owlbear. <laughs> mm. um, I don't care about that because <laughs> owlbears are fucking cool and they probably wouldn't be in the movie otherwise. Um, so, but this is from the preview, right? Yeah. There's no like creative editing happening in this preview that when the actual story unfolds, that's not actually what happens. No, it, it's it shows in the trailer the the a, a character turning into an owlbear. The implication is that she is a, a druid and that it is uh, that that's her wild shape ability. Um, I I don't care about that specifically, and I don't even necessarily care about like rules accuracy for the movie. Um, I think from what I have seen in the trailers, they do a pretty good job. Like the thing that you think about, the thing that I think about um, that makes Dungeons and Dragons unique is not the story. It's the stuff inside. It's the creatures that are unique to that world because Dungeons and Dragons pulls a lot of like random shit from all over the place. Um, yeah. And it would be boring to pull like a Sphinx or a Manticore or something that exists in mythology outside of Dungeons and Dragons into a Dungeons and Dragons movie and call it Dungeons and Dragons. I think that the original Dungeons and Dragons movie in the 90s um, was uh, disappointing because it didn't have things that were unique to the brand. It just had, hey, here's a adv fantasy adventure story that happens to have a dungeon in it somewhere. And mm -hmm. like, you know, like the dungeon wasn't really that cool. It was like, here's a, like a gauntlet of traps that people will have to go through. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, I think that from what I can see in the trailer, um, there are quite a bit of, uh, of, creatures monsters that are specific to the dungeons and dragons sort of multiverse uh that are included whether it's contextually appropriate or not i don't care because it's cool to see like a displacer beast or a mimic or whatever these things that you wouldn't see in other types of fiction because they're specific to dungeons and dragons in a movie like that's what the movie is about i don't even care about the plot like if the plot is good great but like if you can get sequences because dungeons and dragons at the end of the day is is a combat simulator so if you can get the things into the movie that and make it an action movie and, and get those things that are appropriate to dungeons and dragons that make dungeons and dragons distinct and unique then i think that that's a success and i'm definitely down for for watching it and now like the accuracy to the the internal mythology with regards to like you know the classes uh you know the the main character is a bard and there's a druid and there's somebody who i think is probably a paladin or a cleric like those things are pretty obvious in how they're presented 
Um, and I think that's, if it's obvious to me what these classes are without saying the word bard or barbarian or druid, then that is an effective communication of, of what those things are. Um, and I think that that is a, a success for how the movie was made. Hmm. Yeah, right. I don't, I mean, like the movie might suck as far as story goes and well, no, it kind of just looks like a romp and I'm like, yeah. I'm kinda, I don't know. I'm here for that. Like, yeah, I, I think, I think the less serious they try to make it, like if they make it more like just fun and enjoyable and don't, don't need, like, don't force like, you know, highbrow like politics or shit on it uh, and just keep it fun, then that would be a better received. Because I think that was the other sort of problem with the original Dungeons and Dragons movie was they tried to make it like really serious. And it's, again, when you have a like a treasure chest that can turn into a monster that wants to eat you, that's stupid. <laughs> All levity flies out the window. <laughs> that is a stupid contact, <laughs> concept outside of the world of Dungeons and Dragons. So it should be, there should be an element of stupidity and idiocy and, and, and absurdity into the movie. And I think that that's a better approach for it. Mm -hmm. That's my, that, those are my two cents. <laughs> five, I five think that cents. applies to all, all, about two dollars. all hundred of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. And that's Fata Morgana. It's not, <laughs> it's not that I'm sure of. Maybe Fata Morgana is um, like one of those fancy viral spices that they sell at Trader Joe's. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean, maybe? Like, you know what it is, though. You can't maybe us with this. <laughs> I'm just trying to prod you along. Because I was thinking about seasonings. Yeah. Well, yeah. you did mention seasonings earlier, uh, Gary. And I do I do think that that pouring some spot that we're gone on my, <laughs> on my, on my stir fry sounds pretty good. Mm. It does, actually. That and some rice. Like, I'm set. You know what yeah. this needs? This just needs a little bit of Fata Morgana. <laughs> Sprinkle it on. <laughs> Sprinkle it. <laughs> what um, what if it's you, you think it's Latin, right, Chris? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna die on that hill, but but yeah, I think it's Latinish. Latin yeah, Latinish it, it tends that way. What is Morgana then? That's the part like, that I don't know. That that's the part that that's that's bothering me because like I don't know. Like, like when I connect it to to stories of Morrigan, it feels like it's related to Morgana, but I don't know that those things are true. So I'm like making connections in my head that might be just like my my brain making those connections because they sound similar, but they might mm -hmm. or like Morgana or Morrigan might be derived from Morgana, but Morgana has a different root or comes from someplace yeah. else. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's and and I don't know, I don't know what, what that, that would I don't know what that would mean either. Um, you know, if if I'm assuming that that Morgan is a name that is derived from Morgana, I don't know what that means about the word Morgana that Morgan <laughs> would be derived from it. Let me apply a contemporary lens to this. So there's a terrible um, law firm in Florida, um, Morgan and Morgan, <laughs> and so they are um, they're 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 like the ambulance chasers, but they do it statewide, and they're you know they're awful. Um, I have to assume that that's related somehow. Of There's course. no reason it wouldn't be. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. Um, and so that leads me to believe that there's like a, um, I don't know, what would you call that? Like a... Uh, I have a theory. Like, uh, okay, I'm glad. Uh, I, uh, I was going to say parasite or leech, so I think... 
whatever I, you have is gonna be better than that yeah no it's it's better than that uh it builds off of that i think uh i was thinking about like um i was thinking about your your ambulance chaser idea and like that morgana could mean like like almost like um oh, what's the um like like the phrase final destination like the idea of like the ultimate your ultimate fate uh the ultimate mm. your ultimate end fata morgana which yeah. would also uh tangentially relate to some of uh allison's recent studies so it's not even necessarily like that far removed it from doesn't seem like a reach at all yeah. Head state, head space <laughs> yeah 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 i that that totally tracks. That totally <laughs> tracks. Do, do you just want to ask what it is? Slow, <laughs> slow blink. <laughs> I got, I got nothing. Unless you're ready for the answer. I, I mean, I think I am. I. <laughs> you're like I just can't. I'm in the place where I can't not know. <laughs> I don't even know if it's that. I'm just out of practice at BSing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> or there's just not enough to latch onto this yeah that's true i'm not uh there's not enough to, that i can latch onto to all of guys ambulance chasers and that seems pretty insufficient for <laughs> um yeah to change topics yet again um i'm volunteering at hospice and it's been interesting but it's also been kind of difficult because it's like that introvert thing um where part of my job other than like kind of like random kind of housekeeping e things um is to obviously visit with clients and which i totally enjoy doing but the hardest part for me is basically to like walk in the door and make it happen mm. because there most of them aren't aren't leaving their rooms and so i have to be like kind of the extrovert conversation starter visitor and like almost all of them welcome visitors because there's not much that's right. going on but getting in the door for me is like the most difficult thing I've it's like my ultimate challenge this year is because I'm just like oh my god I like I hate that moment of like hi like good morning or like whatever like whatever the yeah. starter is because I'm just like oh just if it was me I would just be like leave me alone <laughs> yeah well anyway. it's, it's like it's like picking up the phone like there's there's an important call that you need to make but like that means i have to talk to somebody on the phone like i'm fine if somebody calls me but like making that connection out is <sighs> is always a challenge yeah and especially because it's like unlike other conversations where someone can exit politely mm -hmm. stage left these people are just literally yeah they're stuck yeah. and so like there's no it's hard to read body language and everything when none of that is like actually in motion so i'm just mm -hmm. like no no you actually have to just sit here and listen to me and that seems like a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> i don't know anyway that's my share for this but now we're down to like nine minutes okay yeah. um fata morgana is italian Mm, okay. Thank goodness. And Thank goodness. Morgana. So <laughs> and it's a complex it's form Latin of, derived. <laughs> complex form of mirage uh, that's in usually in a narrow band above the horizon. So like the oh, I guess um yeah. 
what was it is it the flying dutchman it's the one that this there's like a ship that people often reference and they think that that's mm. um and the origin is sort of an italian translation of morgan the fairy or morgan le fay of arthurian legends so you're not off there at all um and it's basically just like they're described as like fairy castles or false land that's conjured by her magic essentially is kind of the the through line i think <laughs> Um, and it, they, there's a bunch of science behind it about these optimal conditions that rays of light bend when there's a thermal inversion and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, that's, that's the thing when you're driving and like, it's really hot out and like a, yeah, like on a straight roadway, you can see in the distance, like the, it's the mirage over the road. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of only most of the time this takes place over water specifically. Oh yeah. Wow. So, uh, Going to translate.google.com, Fata actually means fairy mm-hmm. in Italian. Uh, so, and, and if I put Fata Morgana, it just says Mirage. <laughs> <laughs> and Morgana that's, does not have me. a direct translation. Um, yeah. Uh, so, thinking about like the olden the days of uh, boat travel. Like, can you imagine like, if you're like on a boat and like, it's the first time you've seen this off in the distance, you're like, oh, what is, what are we, what are we going into crap? You know, like it probably like, I don't know, drop the sails or I guess if you had like an engine, like, you know, throttle down or something and it's just, you never get just closer to around. it. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's a reason why there's all sorts of stories from all seafaring cultures uh about like you know sea monsters and like mm-hmm. you know beyond dra- beyond this dragon's bee and and such like you know the parts of the map that are are unfinished and like monsters are drawn in because they don't know and they really don't want to find out what's out there i don't know if it's they don't want to find out but it's like it's for a while, like, it was, though, I think for a while it was like there's shit out there and we don't know. It's no, big and scary. Yeah. No, it, it they that just was, hadn't that found out. That was why the yet. dragons were drawn in. Tox- it was to, uh, to, to warn Tox- people. I know, off. but let's, let me finish. Toxic masculinity was a thing there. So if Steve went out this far, Jeff went a little further. And eventually someone went far enough out and they, well, well, the dragon's not here. I put it further out on the map, you know? Well, but yeah, it was a one-on-one I mean, ship that's... thing that eventually got it solved. I, mean, that, had, I don't believe it had anything with like trying to find spices or new land or any crap like that. It was like, <laughs> I can take my boat out further than you can. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what? But... It does tie into spices. <laughs> it does, though. Yeah, everything yeah, that, does. That, that's it's all why, capitalist in nature, and it's that, uh, that's why Christopher Columbus was was sailing across the ocean was because he wanted to to get to India, and it, he wanted to get to India in a faster way. Um, because he it's thought all about and, that seasoning that. <laughs> Yeah, because he because he figured like okay, if this is the known world, then he's making a stir fry and said, "You know what this needs? If this is the known world, and and what was known of the known world for him would have been basically like Eurasia, uh, then and I don't believe that there is an edge to the world, so I should be able to go this way and end up Mm -hmm. over here, like, and yeah, it's it's the idea of like, well, yeah, I can I can sail my boat farther than you can, Um, um, somewhat related to the edge of the world. Um, I don't know if you remember, maybe not. It was a big deal to me. It's a big deal, I think, going forward. Uh, oh, I can't remember his name right now. You're a flat earther. I God no. Um, there's a there's a project that um, a Japanese businessman is doing called uh, Dear Moon, and he's taking one of the first um, starships from SpaceX and flying it on the moon, and, and, and like had a call for people to apply, and was like, going to send ten people up with him, right? 
one and they announced the selection. Um, sadly, I was not selected. Uh, but uh, I thought this people, was going to be like a huge crescendo of being like, and that's why the podcast is over. <laughs> like, <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing if I was going to the, going to the <laughs> space? Uh, it's not as good as me going to space, but there is a content producer, um, uh, everyday astronaut. Um, why am I dropping his name right now? Tim doesn't matter. Doesn't, um, Tim doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> everyday astronaut does like amazing content and just kind of started from like, he did this, he was a photographer and did this like little, like quirky photo series and he bought a spacesuit and then got stuck in it. Um, and like almost suffocated because he couldn't figure to get the helmet off. Um, <laughs> but then he, then he got off and he survived. Otherwise it'd be a really boring and weird story. Um, but he started doing some space content and really got into it. And so he is going around the moon in 2024 2025 um maybe maybe it's next year i don't know i don't know when it is but tim dodd i'm so excited for him like i'm I'm more excited for him than i would be for anyone else just because it's been fascinating to see this guy that was like i did this eight shot like photo shoot in this space suit because i thought it would be funny and it's turned into this like thing and um and really like you know reinvigorated my interest in a lot of things about space and uh so I'm really stoked for him. That's awesome. It was like a joyous thing to read on the internet, which I continue to ask you and everyone who will answer. Is the internet a net good or a net bad in the world? Net neutral. It's Uh, not. (laughs) There's no such uh, thing. The selection was uh, random. It was like no, this this was like no, no petition. Yeah, it was like an application process. I think. uh, I'm gonna butcher the name. The DJ Steve Aoki is going. Mm. So yeah, I mean, it's like the idea was like let's take like let's take artists up there who can inspire the public about space. Is like they the getting whole idea. paid for this? I mean, they're flying. No, I don't think. I think they're just going to space. I think if someone was like, you space can catch a flight to the moon enough. Yeah, I, I mean, guess would, so. Who knew? I just I, thought like if they were artists, maybe we could throw them a bone. But like, <laughs> I think the I don't the know hope that Steve is that Aoki needs a lot. Uh, it will many bones. <laughs> what and I don't know who the other people are. I should probably read the rest of them. Um, I think the intent. Oh, a lot of the contents in Japanese, which is problematic for me. Um, <laughs> I think the intent is when they get back that this will, you know, inspire them to communicate as artists with the public, mm-hmm. you know, and get us all looking upward. Although I can't look upward right now; it's been cloudy for the last week and it's killing me. I uh, uh, so Aaron Aaron wants <laughs> to say uh, on on the flight to Hawaii, but I uh, but we watched it together as a family. Uh, finally watched uh, Hidden Figures uh, this week. Oh, yeah. Um, and I I I thought of you, Gary. Uh, and I thought about like it. It was interesting, like to see how nasa both by necessity but also by choice kind of bucked sort of current cultural standards um and said well like fuck that shit we're scientists and we need people to to do the work um and and (laughs) isn't it funny how things like code and like facts don't actually care like what gender or color you are it's 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 crazy (laughs) that's crazy talk (laughs) i know i know um I'm fascinated by uh, NASA is this really weird intersection of like hierarchical military people combined mm-hmm. with like dreamers and people that are looking at the sky and right. somehow this mix actually gets stuff done. Um, there's, there's certainly of course like friction in there, but there's this uh, energy and undercurrent 
like about this abstract idea of mission that just keeps keeps things moving forward that um honestly uh had, honestly has moved me in many many ways uh recently and i'm just doing like work on old website shit so it's pretty i mean like literally like i'm i'm working on today i was working on the apollo lunar uh surface journal like you know like i mean it's it's that sounds it, fucking awesome though it, <laughs> i was like let's let's all go around in a circle and see what else everybody's working on because it's not as cool <laughs> i mean it's just old markup like like it's just old mark Thank you for listening to Binary Jazz. If you like this episode, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can visit us online at binaryjazz.us or follow us on Twitter at at binaryjazz. Special thanks to Serpiente Negra Ensemble for the use of their tracks for our intro and outro music. You can find them online at serpientenegra.bandcamp.com. Don't forget that you can ask us a question through the forum on the website or on Twitter, and we'll read it aloud on the next episode of Binary Jazz.